0: Hello, hello, welcome back to another bracelet jangly uh, episode of the Cosmic Weird Podcast. My name is Kim, I go by the she pronouns, and I am super glad you exist. Um, This is whatever fucking episode, I don't even know anymore. Maybe 13? Um, I think I'm just going to go through and rename them all in one one loop because this is silly. Um, But yeah, happy new moon Virgo. Clearly the Virgo placement is why everything feels silly right now and why we want to kind of perfect and refine a lot of the uh, routines or practices that we have in our life, including the way we name our episodes. So that might be coming up in the future. So if the episodes are all of a sudden like doubled, that's why. Um, Let's see, how are we feeling in terms of energy and if you're seeing the video version of this, there's a lot of floof hair happening. Um, we've got a lot, a lot going on energetically right now, and the collective is going through it. We are living through a revolution right now, and depending on how much your contribution is, is how much you're participating, right? But it's still happening nonetheless, and even just the collective shifting consciousness is revolutionary so like how you doing how is your body Um, we're going through so many changes right now and like that manifests through our physical body so if you're feeling pain if you're feeling that constriction or tightness or just like i feel like a fucking moth coming out of a little cocoon or whatever they're in because like it's like this Energy ball inching through my body that I've been moving around for like a couple of years, and I feel like I'm inching out through the the poke the little the poke the words right now, the opening of the cocoon, and I'm just like squeezing my body through it, and it just I feel the squeeze everywhere. Like I don't know how else to describe such all around compression and pain, but that's what's fucking happening for me. And I know that was not the most eloquent way of describing it, but we're keeping it in there, so too bad um (laughs) chaos ensues um so we're gonna have a little bit of a taste of contrast in today's episode as we typically do but i'm going to talk about some of the news that's not being covered by the actual news and then we're going to talk about um some more fun stuff around creativity and some reframed thoughts that i've come up with recently that i want to share with you to hopefully inspire you to be more creative in whatever direction that sounds the most joyful for you so we're going to start a little heavy, just talking about a bit of the current events and um, kind of keeping keeping ourselves fussy about that so that we're not being silent. Um, yeah. Yeah. Silence is violence. So it's important to me that we're building this time into the episodes to talk about the shit that's going on. Um, and then I'm going to balance that out and hopefully help you transmute some of that energy by encouraging you and supporting you on your creative journey as well, so that we can find our ways back to Sovereignty together as a collective. <sighs> okay, straight up feel like I'm reporting the news, <laughs> but that's because the news is probably being paid not to talk about it. So uh, Starting with Ferry Creek, um, they have had this is a the last old growth uh, Forest mature growth forest that is in Canada, and it's required for a lot of our oxygen um, and it's tra- attempting to be logged right now. So it's another example of how nature is being attacked by like corporate greed Um, and so right now they their camp has been raided several times but most recently they've had over 800 violent arrests of peaceful protesters who have stood to protect the last old growth in Canada from being logged this is happening on Vancouver Island that's where Fairy Creek is um, (laughs) and has been a very long time fight long-term fight long-term fight words have a podcast they said and like Police have been targeting Indigenous and POC protesters naturally. Um, It's the same bullshit tactics we've been seeing with line three as well. So if you are white and an ally, or you want to think of yourself as a fucking ally, get down there and be at the front, please. Uh, Do that respectfully, however, and always defer to Indigenous and POC voices. Um, There is a petition in my link tree, and there are several petitions in my link tree, so that will be... uh, the link that you need, it's going to be in the show notes for you, so you can go pop over there. That's how you're going to find anything out about me, how to reach me, um, and how to work with me, as well as how to get a bit more involved with the petitions. So those are all in there, and as well as some websites for more information. Um, okay, so that's what's going on in Fairy Creek. It's fucking horrendous, and <laughs> it's... Of course, just the tip of the iceberg of everything that's going on right now. So no one cause deserves more attention than the others, I'm just talking about some that are pretty important to me right now. Um, However, I'm also acknowledging that this is a global issue, um, which is why I think we need to take global and collective action against all of these corporations who think that they have a fucking right to do this to nature in the first place because they think they have a right to do it to us. And I'm a little bit sick of everything, including our own lives and time, being commercialized. The next one and the only other one I'm going to talk about today, but it's going to be a little bit long um, is, of course, line three. So <laughs> Enbridge, a.k.a. Imperial Oil. So it's like housed in Canada, but they all, their route is in the States. I believe they're from Texas. Um, so surprise, surprise. Um, they are continuing to illegally build a pipeline. <laughs> Um, and it will be crossing over 227 bodies of water, including Great Lakes and the Mississippi fucking river, during a drought, during a code red global climate emergency. Yeah, I feel like I'm on fucking SNL. This doesn't feel real that we're even talking about this, but we are, which is why we are. So (laughs) Enbridge has continued to demonstrate to the world that yes, you can use a corporation to fund and militarize the police against indigenous water protectors. This is not just an Indigenous issue, so don't get me wrong there. This is absolutely the 1%, that corporate greed, that small population of people who just want more, attacking the 99% of people's water. And the reason for this is because they're targeting our sovereignty. Because if we are required to pay for water, if we can't survive off the land, if we can't be um, self-sufficient, Right. Like, that's the one threat to capitalism. So they're hoping and trying that they can get a system in place where we're going to be required to pay for absolutely everything so that we're required to give our labor to get money. Like, that's how they hold everything. They're trying to win the game of monopoly, and that's what we need to hold accountable. So. Indigenous youth right now are the leaders of the Stop Line Three movement. I'm not laughing at that. Sorry, that was a nervous laugh. Um, but the movement right now urgently needs our support, our funding, and our and amplification. So you need to be amplification, amplification. Who fucking knows at this point? They need funds. <laughs> so I'm going to put the uh, tags for a bunch of the creators who are on TikTok and on other like platforms that are well known for all of us, so that you can go directly there and give them a donation. Um, Even if it's just like a dollar, it's a dollar. Like any little bit will help. And if a bunch of people just have a dollar, that becomes a lot of money. So please um, help because a lot of the reason that Enbridge is funding so much police interaction and interference, honestly, and violence is so that they can deplete their funding and anything that they receive with all the fucking bail funds, right? So We need to be consistently sending money there if we are able to, sending what we can or amplifying this as much as you possibly can, uh, sharing and boosting any Indigenous or POC content, which is just good practice at this point anyway, is what we should be doing because social media is already built to be racist. So we need to be counteracting that as best as we can. Um, Yeah, today's going to be a lot of info dumps apparently because we're just going in that direction. (laughs) Um, Okay, so... If those of you are listening have not heard about this pipeline yet um, or just don't understand why it's such a big deal or why we're still talking about it or fucking whatever or you bought into the energy bullshit, yeah. So crude oil is not required anymore. We don't need to rely on fossil fuels. We don't need to rely on any of this shit. This is like superfluous. This is the definition of superfluous. (laughs) And it's just ridiculous and we don't need it. And this pipeline is being built illegally on treaty land. And we already know that the treaties have never been respected. They weren't built to be respectful. They were built to trick the Indigenous communities that they were giving them to with language. Um, And like, yeah, slip of the hand. Um, So with that in mind, knowing that the treaties have never actually been honored and knowing that despite that, despite the Truth and Reconciliation Day that they're having in Canada Um, which is necessary, but despite the, the masking or the performance of it and the lack of attention for all of the children found in residential school or on residential school grounds, the, the fact that the U.S. hasn't even started their search of residential schools, there's no acknowledgement of the act of genocide that's happened because it's still ongoing. Because if they had to acknowledge that it happened and that we need to be looking and we need to be doing reparations and land back and giving them back st- like full sovereignty and full stewardship of the land, they would have to recognize that the current systems we have in place are built to perpetuate that genocide. So it kind of, it kind of catches them by the tongue a little bit when we need to ask officials or government-elected people or whoever the fuck, they can't actually be fully accountable because they are fully aware that they're benefiting from a system built on oppression and genocide. This has been happening forever, and it's not acceptable anymore. It's beyond not acceptable anymore. Um, but the reason that I bring it up so many times and that we need to honor the fact and be loud about the fact that it's still indigenous people who are harmed the most. It's their land. It's their resources that they rely on. It's their drinking water that has never been fucking clean enough. It's the fact that the governments have actively just actively attempted to desecrate and have desecrated this community of people since they've been here, since colonization. And until we actually decolonize like the government and the systems that are in place, which is why it's important to vote orange if you are in Canada. Um, But if we aren't actively decolonizing the structures in place, including employers, that's why I talk about narcissism. This is one big narcissist, right? Because there's gaslighting, there's all this shit. Colonization is the narcissist, right? So like until we decolonize all of it, until we actually acknowledge and set aside the fucking, the ego and the pride around what it means that genocide has happened and is actively built into our system. And until we do something differently with that, we're not decolonizing enough. And it doesn't mean that any effort isn't good and that we don't need to be making awesome effort, but it means that, we have a bigger responsibility as a collective energy. There's a child's walking, sorry. My door is open a crack on the balcony and apparently that's enough for a baby raptor. Um, yeah, yeah, okay, point came across there, we're good. So the other thing with this is that it's our young people, it's our young indigenous leaders who are fucking absolute badasses, but it makes me really angry that A lot of them are starting or going back to university this year, this fall, this month. And they spent their fucking summers, though with beautiful people, having to protect the water for everyone because of corporate greed and had to survive militarized police and had to, and is still dealing with this and had to get to DC and all of these things to try and be loud enough to be heard. And they're still being faced with adversity and bullshit and racism and it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable if you're white to be silent about this. You have a responsibility and I'm holding you to a higher standard because you have been benefiting from a level of privilege, a huge level of privilege this whole time that indigenous and people of color have some, in some cases, never had. Like if we're looking at, um, like if we were to talk about Texas for a second, we're not gonna go there, but about the abortion piece and the fucking white people going Handmaid's Tale. It's always been that for Indigenous and POC. Like, that's the thing, or women, right? And, like, if you identify as a woman, because gender's not real, but that's the level of privilege that we're not even stepping out of yet. So, we have to do that. We have to do the work as white people to decolonize ourselves and decolonize the way. And, like, I am by no means saying I've done that fully or that it is perfect. Like, that is an ever present journey that we all have to take and we have to be committed to taking that because of how many centuries and millennia white people have been able to benefit from colonization because they've been the only ones who have and even though there are intersections of what that oppression looks like it doesn't mean that even if you have privilege and experience oppression. You might have the privilege of not being on a birth watch or not being forced to be sterilized because you're indigenous or not having a massive overrepresentation of children in care because you're indigenous, right? Like there are so many and like I'm just naming a few things, but I think the point has been made <laughs> that our youth and that our young people shouldn't have to be doing this alone and they shouldn't be doing it unsupported and if you have the privilege if you have the privilege to have a platform like me or and if you want to learn how to make one ask me and i will help you but if you want to put your voice out there i encourage you to do that and do it in a decolonized way as best you can and always defer to it and amplify indigenous voices Um, but be loud talk to your family about this talk to your parents like talk to the people closest to you do the work from the inside out because you don't realize how much of an impact that might have if they talk to a few people who talk to a few people who talk to a few people we are combating media suppression and police suppression and all of this like this is not going to be televised you guys it's our responsibility to keep talking about it and to keep spreading the word and to keep amplifying each other that's how we get back to sovereignty as a collective it's through that acknowledgement that we actually are all in this together and i'm not about i'm not about (laughs) to let a fucking corporation desecrate Another ounce of water. They've already spilled like a shit ton on purpose during the line three build. And they are responsible for almost a billion gallons of fucking oil leaking in varied bodies of water since they've been in existence. So yeah, fuck it, fuck Embridge. <laughs> See how that goes for me. Um, I also have a link to a spicy email that I wrote to all the news stations in the Edmonton area if that's something that people are interested in. Um, in my link tree as well if you struggle with like the words or you want to use it and build from it or take a bunch of stuff whatever uh have at her but i'm calling on their integrity i know they don't have it but i'm calling on it (laughs) and asking them to show up with a fucking ounce of integrity as humans um and Last thing about this is if you are an art collector or want to support an artist um, and do good for Line 3, um, I have in my Etsy, but it'll be switching to my website shortly, but there is a painting for sale that will be 100% going to uh, the Line 3 activists. It'll be getting sent directly to probably Chiori. Um, Yeah, so that's a thing. I'm working on a bit more for that as well, but stay tuned for more information. Okay. So we're going to talk a little bit about how we're feeling with the changes going on around us with, I guess like this is about balance because we talked about and we kind of like nourished the va- the masculine energy that we have by talking about the shit that's going on. And now we're going to like acknowledge how that makes us feel. And then I'm going to talk about a way to release it. So like full circle masculine issue with the feminine outcome. So with the collective energy today feeling quite tense from like, my end of the world at least it feels really biblical i don't know how else to describe the energy but biblical like yesterday i was i went on a walk and i got caught in like a very sudden very sunny hailstorm with a rainbow <laughs> that just appeared out of nowhere and like we were in the middle of the field and it was just sunny and then all of a sudden there was a storm and it was like a flash storm it was done in like 15 minutes and that was it And so it's just been like wild today. It's a completely clear day. So I'm not even sure what's going on, but I feel like a lot of changes are afoot. We've been warned to expect some very powerful changes, and I, for one, am excited. I know that we have so many yucky things going on in the world, and if you skipped some of the beginning or all of it until here, that's okay, Um, because sometimes we don't have the energy or the capacity to absorb more shit going on. And I fully support that. And you have full sovereignty to skip any of my shit if you even listen to it at any time because you don't have to subject yourself to any sort of energetic stress or depletion when you know what's best for you. So, with these like biblical feeling changes being upon us, I feel like they've been building for a very long time as we all kind of like have felt. And it's coming up to this like culmination. And I'm wondering if it'll be like timed with the election or something else. Um, or if it'll be like, if if it'll be before the election, like, I'm not sure, but it feels like we've been given a very large balloon. that's about to pop. (laughs) And like, there's just needles everywhere waiting to pop this fucking balloon. And it's like in my hands. And like, that's how it feels with the collective energy right now. I don't know how else to explain it, but I'm sure that will resonate for somebody. So... Now is the time if you've been considering joining like labor strike movements or learning more about labor strikes, um, holding employers and narcissists in general, um, fucking radically accountable for their shit and for their behavior, and calling them out the moment that they act stupid or silly, um, or take advantage or gaslight or whatever the fuck. If you're safe to do so, of course. But um, finding as many ways as you can, as you can, to be authentic and honest about how you're feeling about something and to Kind of like back up your own boundaries, right? Like take this time to like practice backing up your boundaries because this kind of sets the tone for what shit are you willing to put up with? It's the time right now to like walk away from what doesn't serve us, including the, dare I say, the current fascist regime um, (laughs) that we are dealing with um, because there isn't a need to... Like the the illusion is that we need to be working, right? The illusion is that we need to be like taking part in the in the system, in the matrix, if you will, right? But you have the sovereignty to be like, actually, I'm just gonna just gonna resign. It's like I don't understand or appreciate that we are paying rent and taxes and bills, and people are paying like shit tons of bills every month, while we haven't taxed the rich yet, which NDP plans to do, but while we haven't held basis accountable or any billionaires accountable, while we have corporate greed doing shit like Enbridge is doing, like, why are we just playing along? (laughs) Is kind of my question. Why are we just playing along when we hold all of the power and they're just banking on us being complacent or falling for the illusions or the fear so that we won't move, but we have full ability to move and to do something different. And I think we should. So, Consider that with your new moon intentions of like what you want your life to look like, what you want the rest of this year to look like, and what you want to uh, bring into your reality. And do you want it to be more of this? Or do we want to have a collective shift in terms of what we expect this world and experience to be for us? Because we're not here to pay bills and be sad and die. That's not why we're here. (laughs) And I think um, as more people identify and recognize how amazingly worthy and divine they already are by nature just because they exist. Um, it's going to become impossible for illusions and fear to keep people trapped in this kind of rat race maze that's been created for us. Yeah. Um, Let me see here. Okay. Yes. So we're going to shift a bit to the astrology of the day as well. So uh, sun's in Virgo, of course, it's a new moon in Virgo, Uh, but the moon is in Leo today, which is fun. And I'm a Leo moon, so I'm a little bit extra zazzy today but it kind of comes out just like wild and I can't get sentences struck together so whatever. <laughs> this month you might be feeling more keen to perfect and hone your skills, any practices that you have, routines that you're building, um, or artwork or creative endeavors that you might have, you might like, might like want to go back and look at them with a more keen eye um, and see how you can refine everything and just like polish it up. It's a very much like a polishing stage. Um, and we can liken that to our collective like, energy of polishing up what we want our experience of the realities that we're in to be, uh, in part with how we're playing in those realities. Are we creating things? Are we working on things that we have that we can refine? And this does not mean you have to be productive all the time by any means. It's more about uh, taking inspired action when that comes. Uh, So with the moon in Leo as well, uh, the energy is going to be very playful for you. So very childlike and creatively minded. So now is a great time to get into flow, which is also how you get into receptive mode. It's kind of the same thing. Um, And do some creating. Just sit and doodle or draw or write um, or whatever kind of calls you. Even just going and sitting in nature can just get you into the flow state. Um, But taking time to do that is really important right now. And it's really like a radical move in a world that wants you to be like, triggered nervous system running around in fight fire flight all your life. So take the time to slow down. Take the time to breathe out. I could take my own fucking advice and breathe out so that I'm not just stumbling over my words, but who does that? And um, this also brings me to another thing that I want to talk about around flow and creativity, which is how to practice non-judgment with yourself, especially if you're a perfectionist like me. Um, Or overly critical of your own self, your art, your creations, your body. Um, If you're super supportive of everybody else, even if they're giving you like macaroni art, and then you're like your worst critic or your harshest critic to your own self when you try to make something, even if it's not terrible, um, this is for you. (laughs) Why do we always tend to make ourselves the one exception when it comes to dishing up unconditional love and support? Why is it like everybody but me? right and i'm by no means saying that this isn't something i don't coach myself through every fucking day but i found ways to support myself even when i'm not digging what i'm doing or the stage that something is in or like you know it's not a finished piece and having to trust the process and keep going even if you don't love where it's at um and it's kind of like how can you do that with your own self and it mirrors how we treat ourselves when we're creating things or when we're when we're taking part in anything really Um, I try to go into the flow state as much as I can when I'm creating. And that usually happens for me if I have headphones on, if I have like high vibe music on in the background, um, or if I have like someone talking in my headphones like a podcast or an audiobook. I'll usually have like high vibe tunes in the background and then I'll have headphones in with a book or something so that um, I can go into my own little world. And just be with my thoughts and if I tune out of the book or the podcast that's totally cool like I always make sure it's uh, something that like I don't I'm able to jump in and out of consciously um, but if some if you're someone who struggles with how to get into that state that's a good tip for you is just trying to like block out as much external stimulus as you can especially if you're neurodivergent, and finding a space where you feel comfortable and safe to expand and to move your body and to like Get into the most comfortable, wild, crazy positions that you can in order to do the thing as best as you can do it, right? And I also try to build opportunities to be in that state as many times as I can into my day. So if I can um, take 15 minutes and draw or do a couple of paint colors and work on a piece or um, kind of sit down and do a bit of writing, I will try to take that time for myself. And that's a like small way that you can show yourself a little bit of love too by giving yourself the time and determining that you're worthy of taking the time for yourself to develop and hone some some skills or something that um, puts you into a state of peace and relaxation. Um, I also decide when the piece I'm creating is done (laughs) and you get to do that too. You get to be in charge of whatever your creation is and it doesn't have to be something with your hands like I'm talking about. Um, There's no limitation to what creation can be but There's also no deadline and no rush, and no one can determine its state of doneness but you. And so if you, these fucking flies, man, I swear to God. I've killed so many with this limp paper towel roll. I swear to God, I'm like Rambo running around this house. (laughs) They won't die. Okay, so (laughs) you decide when it's done. And so you might be somebody who is more comfortable with uh, not showing somebody a piece or whatever you're working on until it's completed and finished. Um, But if you're also um, anybody who creates, if you're a creator by definition, um, make sure that you're protecting the energy of the thing that you're creating, or at least being choosy of who's looking at it. Because sometimes people can send projections or insecurities or negative, whatever, consciously or unconsciously. Um, And that can make you feel insecure about what you're doing, and that might make you stop. So it might not actually always be procrastination, but it could almost be more of like feeling stuck because you're feeling the thoughts or the emotions or the projections of others about the thing which is making you stop doing it um so keep creating but decide when it's done and decide that you can take a break for months if you want before you come back to something and just have things that you can cycle between so that you're also not like force feeding yourself something that you're interested in until you hate it (laughs) because like that's also not constructive for you at all um I, at first, I really wanted to produce art like I was some sort of machine or like Walmart. I don't know what I fucking thought. Like, I thought I had to have so much out of nowhere as soon as I became an artist or defined what I was going to be doing. And I, I'm not just one thing, but I kept trying to be like, it'll only be valid if it fits within these boxes or these parameters. And like that right there is limited thinking and I don't need to put a box on anything. But For a while, we try to like fit something we're creating or something we want to bring into this world into boxes so that we can validate it. And I'm here to tell you that you can just decide to validate it. You don't have to go through that rigmarole. You get to tell yourself that it's worthy. You get to tell yourself that it's worthy and that you're worthy of creating the thing, whether it feels pointless or not. Um, It's okay if you struggle with this too because it's about unlearning a lot of um, internalized capitalism here as well. It's okay if I paint or cover up a part of my creation that I liked in the creating process. I like my art but I'm going to like it throughout its stages of completion and I can celebrate the growth and expansion of my art just as well as myself. It's okay if I don't like the piece ever. (laughs) Sometimes the art we create through a reflection of us is, sorry, is through a reflection of us in some way. Um, It's usually it's a means for us to express and feel something but it we don't always get to determine who it's going to be for because it might be for someone that we don't even realize when we're making it and from their own unique perspective it might be the most beautiful thing they've ever seen so we don't get to judge ourselves so harshly um i'm no longer holding back my art because i think it's not good enough others deserve to see what i do and the same goes for you like i'm sharing these as affirmations essentially that you can use new thoughts new ways you can think about this in a, in a gentle nurturing capacity, if that makes sense. Um, Creating is your birthright. You are fulfilling a huge part of your purpose just by allowing yourself the time and the space to create. The end result is kind of irrelevant. The creation is what is magic. (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna start the second part, one second. All right, so the next affirmation is that it is safe for you to create. So it is safe for me to create I can and will karate chop anybody who criticizes my work or tries to make me feel like it is unworthy or that i am unworthy for spending time on it um, i think we've often especially if, as kids of boomers i think we've been through a lot of bullshit about being either judged as lazy or having these projections around like what creative time is and like even just like making a mockery of creative time i found um, i found it was never prioritized above like work, right? Above capitalism. Like, well, can we get a job with this? So we shouldn't be interested in it, right? So acknowledge that it is safe for you to create and acknowledge that comparison is the thief of joy and you are worthy of joy and you get to radically decide that for yourself. Um, I don't even know what I'm capable of. How will I find out if I never let myself try new things or practice or improve my skills? think we're really hard on ourselves when we're not immediately perfect at something that we're interested in, especially if we have really big, beautiful dreams of what we want to do with those skills or create with those skills. And it's important to take a moment and be gentle with yourself while you're learning things, because when has anyone ever been gentle with you while you were learning? Where is that harshness coming from, that sharpness coming from? You are worthy of taking the time and the space to learn to do something new and practice something new and you're worthy of being shitty at it. You're allowed. There's nothing wrong with you. If you're shitty at something, I'm shitty at so many things. Right. And like I was shitty at a lot of things before I got good at them. And then there are a lot of things that I stayed shitty at <laughs> and it's okay. And I can accept myself unconditionally for that. Just like you deserve to accept yourself unconditionally for all of your imperfections, whether they're regarding how you look, how you uh, feel and, what the state of your life is the state of your creativity is the state of everything the state of the world right you deserve to love yourself unconditionally through all of that the last one here is that i do not i do not have to create with monetization in mind this was really hard for me um internalized capitalism telling us that our creations are only worthwhile if we can sell them or make them into a business or put that shit on Pinterest or whatever at the end of the day is bullshit and it limits you because when we create for others we're not creating as authentically and it's different when you're like making something for someone for sure like commissioned or whatever but like if we're only making something with like will people spend money on this then we're really robbing ourselves of the opportunity to relish that creation and to do it justice in terms of like how authentically we show up to make the thing. Because when we commercialize ourselves like that, it slows us down from actually creating. And instead we're kind of regurgitating it to try to make it fit into what we think people would buy, what we think we're supposed to be doing or selling or creating, right? It robs you of the opportunity of your sovereignty, right? And it doesn't mean that you can't build a dope ass brand and go be amazing and i believe in you and i want to see that and it means do it from the place that you want to do it do it for you and do it in a way that you would be proud of and that only you can do it's okay to paint or create for the sake of just painting or whatever you like to do with no purpose in mind it can be aimless you're allowed to do things aimlessly you're allowed to just vibe and create. You're allowed to build time into your day and space to play and to feel safe in that play. I hope that these little reframes helped. Um, I know there was a lot of contrast in today's episode and that we bounced a lot on the dark side of things, but I think it's also important to um, acknowledge that we temper that darkness. We temper the, the fear of what we're experiencing, even the fear itself that we're experiencing with the flow with the creating with taking that time in that space and truly it is a radical movement to do that for yourself and that's why i'm encouraging it so so heavily but also why i'm trying to nurture you through it because everyone has got to have wounds around their creativity right someone has said something harsh about someone's macaroni piece or whatever we've made at some point or a mom made a harsh comment or a parent threw out an artwork piece or something like there's always these little limiting beliefs that we've brought with us throughout our lives that when you put them all together they're the reason that we don't draw anymore or they're the reason that we don't play anymore or do the thing so for that reason i fully say i love you and you deserve to do the thing and the world needs to see more people doing the things that they love whether they're silly whether they make sense or not whether they are completely pointless like i want you to just go and create for the sake of it and like i'm just picturing oh, who is this person i don't remember this person but i saw a TikTok of a girl with like that what does it mean sound and she had a little avocado and a broccoli tattoo and like i want you to do things for the sake of that like just be bold because you can be be ridiculous because you can be laugh in the face of all of the fear that has been attempted to choke us out because it will not work you are so resilient you are so sovereign and i'm so glad that you're here and i'm so glad that you exist thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today and every time i appreciate you guys and love you so much um still have no fucking access to my info on apple Podcasts, so (laughs) if there's anything there um hopefully i'll see it one day but other than that i don't get very much feedback from the other platforms the podcast is on so we should be okay there Um, but you can find it on most places or if you just search this Um, i do have a patreon that's now up Um, however i do encourage you if you have the money to support somebody on patreon please consider donating to a water protector first and foremost Um, however I would appreciate your your business and joining the Patreon if you want to get a bonus reading in the month's uh, predictions kind of section or words, <laughs> or just help me out with a little bit of stability. I have three 7 and $15 tiers as options and I do have a website in my link tree after a shit ton of petitions that I need you to go sign um, where you can book um, recorded or one on one virtual readings with me or sessions with me. Um, Money is not my goal here, however, so if you would like to work with me um, by donation or by exchange of services or something like that, or you have like a different creative idea in mind, that's totally cool and valid and I want to hear from you. So feel free to hit me up. Um, My email link should also be in the link tree for you there. So feel free to reach out to me. Um, Yeah, I think that's all for today. I hope you guys have a absolutely dope new moon in Virgo and I hope it is just restorative and lovely and relaxing for you. Have a beautiful day. Peace out.